Welcome everyone to the Moving Famous podcast. We've renamed it 2023. Happy New Year, belated to everyone because this is coming out at the end of the month. But um, yeah, we changed the podcast name. I'll tell you why we changed the podcast name, right? So it was originally called What's Your Problem podcast because we were talking about people's problems. But what happened is, so what it is, we released the podcast on the What's Your Problem as What's Your Problem on the Moving Famous Instagram, YouTube, etc. Because Moving Famous is a platform which we all jump onto documentaries, videos, podcasts, anything possible. It was kind of like a GRM daily kind of thing that we're trying to build right now, right? But people are just getting too confused and people were even naming the podcast Moving Famous. And to be fair, people call me Moving Famous when that's not even my name. So I thought, you know what, let me just make it easier for all of you lot and just call it Moving Famous, the podcast. So welcome everyone to Moving Famous, the podcast. And um, it's a special episode today because we brought back old friends and we got someone really famous here today and he never turns up. Sachi, what's going on? I <laughs> changed man. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we kind of got a new studio now. And um, Rax, what's happening? All good, bro. Thanks for turning up, man. I'm going to call you Moving Famous. <laughs> I didn't know that. So people thought the podcast was called Moving Famous. Yeah, because it was on... That's where we... It uh, makes sense. You're confusing people by... You have like three different names. Probably like Sky, Moving bro. Famous. What's your it's problem? True. It's true. No, do you know what it is, right? I see loads... I, I kind of follow too what other people do. So I see that like GRM will have a podcast, for example. They'll call the podcast something else, mm. but release it on their thing. Okay, okay. So like Boiler Room will have a podcast about something else that has name something else on Boiler Room. Yeah. Um, Filthy Fellas, same thing. So it's like, I was like, cool. And I didn't want to call it Steve Bartlett's podcast. Like, I didn't want it to be like that <laughs> because I want there to be an episode where like you come on and do it with someone else or okay, Satch okay. comes on yeah, and does yeah, it with yeah. someone else. So I don't want to make it my thing because it's not my thing. It's all of us lot to jump on. So the only thing is, is that because I've started it, I've just ran with it. But now, for the viewers that will know, we're going to be doing this every month. All three of us. Someone else might come on. Sachi's not available. I'm not available. Rax ain't available. We'll get someone else to come on. And we're just going to talk every every month, aren't we now? Yeah, let's do it, man. Moving famous. Yeah. Sachi, you want to stay on your phone the whole Bro, episode? I just got a notification from Rackstar's official YouTube channel. Saying? He, he uploaded while sitting here. So then? That's quite right. Is that um shorts, YouTube shorts? Yeah, yeah. See, I told what I telling you, bro. What you just oh, do I did that ages ago. <laughs> and then told him now. But it's good, it's good. Like you but get notification. That's really good. What are you saying, Satch? Brother, twenty twenty three, Satch is looking to become a, an honest man. For once. For once. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting married in twenty twenty three. Yes. That's a big thing for the podcast, you know? might have to when judging on what happens is you might be yeah locked down 24 7 we never know are you nervous no i'm right bro when did you know that it was the right time to to do it or was I, you forced i don't think you know i, I know you think you know <laughs> what huh? when you knew that it was the right time yeah yeah because yeah. we had this conversation before but personally i don't think you know i feel like oh, you th- as in generally speaking you don't think people like nobody knows or we don't know no, when. i feel like people some people might think they know, like, yeah. okay, this is the one. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, it just becomes a point where you're like, you can't see your life without that person, rather than you must have this person in your life. There's a, you, know the, the, you know the Jagged Edge song, Let's Get Married? So there's a line in that song, which I always used to think was so dumb, like the dumbest line. Like it's a really romantic song, like meet me at the altar in your white dress. And the next line is, we ain't getting no younger, so we might as well do it. Like, you're asking a girl to marry you, and then you're saying, yeah, we ain't getting younger. I was yeah, just, just do it. Do it. <laughs> Baby, let's get married. And I feel like that's what you're saying, bro. <laughs> no, no, you're, like, saying, like, yeah, we, 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 we might as well do it, innit? And there's like, nothing else going on. Well, do you know what? I, I, personally, I don't think marriage should change anything in the relationship. It changes but it will, though. Definitely yeah, will. Three will. Will free, free uh, unmarried guys <laughs> <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking about <laughs> how marriage changes True. your life. But, yeah, go on. No, but you, from friends, though, they've told us, like, it does change a lot. Your responsibilities change. Of like your life changes. Your like the way just things are. You're, it's not your your girlfriend anymore. It's or your boyfriend. Well, your 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 whole thing up until that point, you kind of only worried about yourself. yourself isn't yeah, it? Like yeah. you know, when you go to bed at night, you're sleeping in your own bed. Wake up in the morning. Like your routine is basically yourself. And then when you're getting married, it's not just you anymore. I don't know it? how I'm gonna do that, but you know that. Sharing the bed or Yeah, sharing the bed. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. But sharing the bed is a hard part, bro. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I've never done it before. Only like when me and Satch have like, gone done a gig elsewhere. We had to gone share a bed. Gone done a what? 
Done gig. gig. Oh, <laughs> what did you? Feel? I, didn't, I didn't hear what you said. I was like, Gone done a gig together. <laughs> yeah, we done a gig okay. together. Oh, I've had to like share a bed like in a hotel or something with next man. But <laughs> can, can you imagine like at least like we're in a generation now where you actually do know the person? Like imagine like mm. previous generations where. But it still happens to this day, though. Of when course, yeah. Next, like you know, you see these people on like deal mill and that. Yeah, just that's it done. Now, not with me on the wedding day, but they'll be on deal mill for like a couple months. They've done it. But how? Like, imagine how much of a difference in your life that is. Like, one, you're literally living like a complete single life. We're just talking about sharing a bed. At least, like you, if you're in a relationship with someone, you're talking to them, you're getting mm. to know them, you're kind of learning a lot about them. In previous generations, and as we're saying, it still happens now. You wake up one day, and bam, you're now you're sharing a bed. You got to share everything with this person. You constantly like, you know, mm. your life is like one day you wake up and your life is complete. That's going to be you, Sachin. So I, I wish like putting him off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too far in, bro. Yeah, you see, there's, there's no going back now. I've I've convinced myself. I think that the day I proposed, I convinced myself that this is what I'm doing. I personally felt like you did it time ago without knowing. No, I, yeah, but I didn't think I accepted it until yeah. around that time. But what was the what 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 made you do that acceptance of like this is it? Because you could have done that three years ago. Because no, do you know what? I just woke up one day and I was like, right, cool. Like well, Monday, I woke up and I thought, cool, I'm just going to propose on Wednesday. It's kind of like yeah, cool. But, but so like everything, <laughs> so like everything else in your life, you're just like, all right, cool, I'm going to do this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so far, so good, bro. It's going all right. What's going all right? I thought he's doing other shit like, on a Monday and just getting it done on Wednesday. No, 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 no. But like, like I had the ring pre-ordered for for April, and then. I think the other thing with Sachin yeah is he doesn't like to talk about his emotions. So he kind of like maybe you just kind of like you know what I mean you just kind of say yeah I decided yeah. to. He doesn't really want to talk about emotions, and men don't really talk about their emotions. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I decided to get married. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> but it's not like, oh, I love this person so much. Yeah. 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 I think it, I think there's a part of that as well. Like, I mean, I do songs about this kind of shit all the time. So I feel like writing a song about it is easier than talking about it. Let me ask you a little question. Right. Do you think you can be open with your partner, like vulnerable? In that in that respect, can you be vulnerable with your partner? Sachin, <laughs> I haven't yeah. got. A I haven't got we a haven't got partners yet, but let's just say, like, how vulnerable can you be in this day and age? I re I read somewhere that a man has, and when I say I read somewhere, I probably saw it on a TikTok or something. Yeah, yeah? when we all agree that that's what it means when you say yeah. I read somewhere. So basically, I read somewhere that a man, when he's in a relationship, like fully in a relationship. He sees his partner as something so, like, m so much more than his friends. He's she's like the closest person to him, so she knows his deepest, darkest secrets, and he can only completely be himself, like vulnerable, fully with that person. Mm. And I feel like I've been that person in relationships, and I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like that kind of intensity for me, I think is very much needed in a relationship. And when you feel you can be like that with someone, it kind of says something to your trust level and how deep your connection can be. I agree. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but also there's a big generation that going back to what we talk about the marriage stuff where it worked, where you didn't really know them, your parents kind of just chose it for you and you got married like back in the day. And similarly now, there's a lot of people that don't talk about their emotions in front of their wives, girlfriends and stuff like that. And it's worked. So, that's the thing actually you, now you're saying that a part of me now feels like that's probably not a good thing to do either mm. like there is certain parts of yourself that you have to um, you can kind of compartmentalize I don't think that's a good thing to do but in certain situations it is good but in like certain things that you'd be able to discuss with your friends so you could you wouldn't necessarily discuss that with your wife because there's certain things that I think subconsciously that she might find unattractive if you were too open or too vulnerable with your partner, it might, a part of her might not actually like that in you, mm. especially when you were talking about like masculine, feminine kind of energies. Like sometimes there can be that, that kind of subconscious, like I don't actually like this person being this vulnerable with me because mm. you might feel safe enough to do that, but they might not, they might not think that they can be safe with you because you're that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I don't know what you mean. Like, because there is that social construct, isn't it? Of everybody kind of 
being that what what society tells you to be like. Mm, mm, mm. But at the same time, I do feel like some women in general also get annoyed when you're not vulnerable around them. Yeah, they'll be like, for example, um, I don't really cry often, um, but I remember once um, I'd have to speak out, but one of our friends got really ill, and um, it was hard for me to tell people that. And I had to tell someone who was close to us. And I just started bawling down the phone. Mm. And um, one of my other friends was like, never seen you like cry before. And I was like, I can't remember the last time that I actually was started bawling like that. Mm. Do you remember the last time that you had to do, you, that you had a situation like that? Um, I can't remember the last time I cried. Actually, I can't remember the last time I cried. Um, but before that, I can't remember. Like mm. it's a while, it kind of like, it, when it happens, it just kind of, comes out of the blue mm. and when it's it's when it's something really really intense what about you Saj? I can't I couldn't remember I think years ago and if if it is it's like a split second thing and then your brain kicks in you're like oh I shouldn't I've got to just deal with the problem rather than deal with the problem it's interesting because I when I've seen even like like nieces and nephews or young you know my, like youngers in my family when the boys are crying, like an older will say, oh, don't cry. Like boys don't cry, don't cry. So it's kind of like embedded in us from like early on, like mm. not to kind of cry or to see crying as a um, not a good way of expressing yourself. Um, so I don't know. And then the other thing is that I don't think men are, I mean, we have our moments, but I don't think we're as, like we're like really emotional we're more like logical beings mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of men especially men that i know um even us lot amongst friends like we think quite logically it's very rare that we're we're led by our emotions mm. so yeah i mean there are moments like we're only human we are going to cry we're going to feel those emotions build up and we're going to need to release that in some point in some form um but yeah i feel like logically we, we we're, if we're looking at a situation um, we won't react emotionally we'll try and react logically and think okay cool this happened this happened how can I sort out this situation and that's an issue that we have in relationships as well where someone like if your your partner might want you to just listen to their problems but you'll be trying to think of solutions and mm-hmm. try and solve them whereas like I've been in situations where you know a girl that I'm with will say I just want you to listen and understand I don't want you to try and fix a problem mm-hmm. whereas we're trying to, we're trying to I, fix I, something I, but to me that doesn't make sense because mm. if someone's telling me a problem instinctively it's like cool how do I help you with this and it's not yeah. it's not how do I just listen and even as men like if Kyle was to tell me oh Satch I've got this issue immediately my thing is alright well how can I help you fix it it's never alright cool say thanks for listening welcome to my job that's the way it'd be interesting if we had a woman here right now because mm. we could kind of discuss that I was that. speaking to uh, the client I was with earlier and we're having a similar conversation like about gender roles and how women react to emotions, men are more logical. And and their view on the whole thing was, was basically that women are more emotional. And when a woman's talking to a woman, sometimes they just want that person to feel the same way that they're feeling. Mm. Whereas in guys, it's like, cool, I, I want you to stop feeling sad and feel happy. Whereas I... women sometimes just want the other person they're talking to to, to feel the same anger or... yeah sadness or whatever emotion they're feeling they want someone to feel what they're feeling in that conversation i think uh, i think you need both of those things like like you want someone to understand to empathize and to hear you and to you know completely understand where you're coming from maybe sometimes as men we ignore that part and we run straight to the solution part so we probably do understand and listen and empathize but instead of taking time and being able to express that we're just like yeah okay cool i get it but (laughs) how do we fix this yeah yeah yeah. so i think that's probably the difference but i do think that um you know these are kind of all generalizations as well it's not Mm, every not every relationship is like this not everyone is like this in when you're in a partnership with someone but i mean going back to what you said earlier um kai about um sometimes like being vulnerable in a in a relationship like do you think that you should be vulnerable in a relationship or do you think that you should kind of hold back a bit and you know be be stoic i suppose yeah i mean in this day and age 
it's hard to say man because it depends on the other person as well because mm. certain people that they really value emotions like they value the intimacy there's friends that like me and Satch will have for example we've got the same set of friends I can chat to Satch about loads of things some of our, some of our other friends we can't really have that conversation they don't understand it the same yeah, way yeah. and it's not their fault that they don't understand it and I say this to Satch sometimes like we expect people to think and feel the same way we do and I always say to Satch people don't value the same things the same way they don't think the same way and that's not it's just how they are and we are the way we are so we can't like for example if i'm busting my back to help someone clean their house for example some of our other friends won't do that but it doesn't mean that they care about me any less it's just they just won't come and do that stuff Yeah. yeah so it's like same with like relationships for example if you're too vulnerable some people will be like you know this guy's a bit of a weakling like don't really want to be around this guy. Can't even hold it down himself. Mm. Whereas some people will be like, he's very, very much so involved with me that he trusts me. Mm. That, you know, he can be like that around me and he's relying on me because that's what I'm there for. So what you would, what as a partner, like, like that, and that totally makes sense. Like, I feel like you would need to find someone who, yeah, like, so you have that compatibility basically. Mm. So if you're someone who doesn't have an outlet to be able to speak to a lot of people and you just want to trust one person who would be your partner, You'd want to find someone who values your ability to be able to express yourself. I mean, some people don't feel comfortable expressing themselves as well. So if they don't want to, maybe being with someone who does is kind of like the magnet thing where it's like opposites attract. So maybe that will help. Like, I know there's loads of people that are with people that have nothing like them. And you learn and you learn from that as well. I never had any children in my house, so I never understood the importance of family time because me and my brothers are all more or less the same age not the same age but difference in age isn't too big we're all kind of off doing our own things but now since the kids were born i'm starting to understand a lot more about family time and i was saying to you earlier like if i'm not working i'm doing stuff with them or i'm spending time with them and stuff like that so it's just like yeah i, I value things in different ways now that other people have taught me and i feel like there's so much more for me to learn as well mm. but also the other side is like if if a girl wants you to be vulnerable, then do you just become vulnerable because they're telling you to? Do we need to? I think I think you need a you need to be able to feel safe enough to do that. Mm. Like sometimes there are people that will just say, "Oh, you're not being vulnerable with me," or "You don't tell me anything," or "You don't share anything with me." But it's like if you felt safe enough to do that, you would do that without having to be asked to do that. I think. And, and also, I think. Whoever you choose to spend your life with, I don't think that person is the sole person that you can open up to. Like, I would open up to you in the different way that I'd open up to my mum. Like, yeah, open up yeah. To my my fiance that I'd open up to my brother. The things I would tell these people it's different, is yeah. because I understand how they think and how I think their opinion will help me get the, or process what I'm going through. Mm. Whereas if I told all of that information to one person, it would just be a mess. Is that is that is that with your level of trust with different people or just because you know their uh, experiences or reactions or what they say I, I would affect? A mixture, of, a mixture of all of that. Like there are certain experiences that I feel like someone in Kai's position would understand a lot better than someone in my younger brother's position. Mm. Or someone maybe financially, let's just say if there's someone financially better off than me, if it's a financial situation, they would have a bit more experience than mm. you know someone maybe younger who's at school or if it if it's to do with maybe family matters my mum would be the go-to person yeah, yeah. over someone else 100 percent. i think it depends who it is and, and certain matters i wouldn't want to share with my partner mm. if it was something that may burden them in terms of make them look at a person in a particular light yeah or make them feel a certain way towards a person who they don't have that particular feeling towards so if, if there's someone I don't like and I'm like if I were to oh Kai's like this Kai's like that Kai's like this unless I can trust her to make that judgement by herself that Kai is a certain way I wouldn't want to burden her with my view of Kai at that moment it's like how people have like they say if you have an issue with your partner don't t- t- say that to your family because it will kind of taint their view of your partner right mm-hmm. so if you've got an issue you have to kind of sort that out between yourselves or kind of censor that part of that conversation with those people because it does affect like their judgment of those people i I don't think that's anything to do with your vulnerability though i feel like you you can be vulnerable in different ways with different people and i feel like if you're too vulnerable with one person i think to an extent i can come across weak 
I, I feel like that's only with partners though because I feel like I could be fully vulnerable with you two and that wouldn't affect our relationships yeah yeah I agree yeah. I, I suppose like if it kind of boils down to the roles that you have as well mm. like if your role if someone sees you in your partnership as a provider as a protector you know as the as a kind of you know kind of archetypal man in a relationship you might have moments of weakness but they don't want to like you know if you're if you feel like you have to be that person and that's a role that you've taken on and you're comfortable with that role if you're being very very you know open and vulnerable with this person and maybe showing them a side of weakness that they possibly didn't know when they met you or were attracted to you that could kind of have a detrimental effect on them i think personally like it could it could happen obviously three guys discussing this like a woman might be like nah i want my guy to be fully fully vulnerable like that that would make me feel closer to him like you know there could be a complete opposite view that's kind of our judgment maybe Mm -hmm. looking on that outside but i do think some of these things are subconscious as well people don't realize they might see it and be like i like that but then subconsciously be like okay i'm not actually attracted to this person as much subconsciously girls or males take that on and act upon it in a way which they don't understand they can be like narcissistic they, they can, can throw like, it back in your face yeah, as well yeah exactly like you could have an argument they'd be like yeah is that what you was crying about <laughs> do you know what I mean you'd be like what, you'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. imagine 2023 any um secrets uh, no. <laughs> it hasn't been long enough bro <laughs> any new year's resolutions I don't really do resolutions anymore bro same but you such I didn't do resolutions, but I did make a list of things, things you want to achieve to change about myself. That what? Things Please enlighten us what you want to change yeah, about yourself. Because we've got a list of stuff yes. we want you to change <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know, like, just things about like my response to situations. Similar to what we were saying, like if, if someone at home was coming to me with a problem, be a little bit more empathetic as to how they're feeling. Mm. Not necessarily what I think is the best way to handle it. Or, you know, carving out more time for people I care about so Mm. rather than always being busy even if it's like dedicate once a month to chill with a set group of people and and keep putting that date in every month like that's something I want to do ongoing forever not just for this year so you know where you could do that no (laughs) so so basically you know when you charge your car yeah Use that time you take to charge your car to give it to other so people. What, so what? Three times a day then? <laughs> three times a day. <laughs> so basically, oh, Satch has got an electric car for all the listeners and the viewers. Satch has got an electric car. Every time I'm calling him, he's like, I've got to charge my car because the car runs like it's on an iPhone 4S battery. <laughs> so. No, it's a temporary situation. Temporary. From next month, it won't be an issue. Once I've got a charger installed. Oh, we got to test this next month. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, it. I won't have this issue. Yeah. I can come loot in the back. No charge. I'm sure. Yeah. You, yeah. No problem. Okay. We'll, this remains to be seen. Right. At the moment, it's uh, so February. We'll, we'll do the next the, the next time we record. Let's record from Luton. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Right. But um, well, just so you can <laughs> show that good the charge is good. All right, cool. So the um, some mad stuff happened in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two was a weird year, though. I feel like it was the most normalist year after the couple of weird COVID years. It's still a weird yeah. year, but it was the normalist. Yeah, I mean, is that a word? To normal, yeah. <laughs> is normal. The, yeah, I think it's it is. the most normalist after. I think, is, I think normalist is a word. After kind of 20, 2020. I think it's negative, though, normalist. Yeah, I mean, 2020. Yeah. Okay. In, but in what way was it a, a crazy year then? Oh, it's mad shit happened. Like, I was looking at the iconic moments of 2022 on TikTok, yeah. Really, that bare shit happened. So I remember the first one that kept coming in every single video was Will Smith slapping, flipping Chris oh, Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Bro, that's kind of mad, that? you know. How did you? How did you actually feel though when that happened? Like watching it. <laughs> but at first, I was shocked. I was like, first I thought it was a joke because they're yeah, both jokers. I felt really uncomfortable watching. Yeah, that. yeah. After watching, after realizing it, and I saw Chris Rock's face. Yeah. I was like, wow, he dealt with that really well. It's like it's like watching like someone like Will Smith like someone that you thought was not even you thought like how like we grew up with the Fresh yeah, Prince and all that yeah. kind of stuff it's like watching someone like that like turn into a villain in front of your eyes and you're like yeah. I don't know man I just felt so uncomfortable like just watching it like it's like it, he was it felt like someone bullying someone like you know yeah. man just walked on stage and just slapped yeah. the shit out of him and then just walked off like that was wild though like did he deserve it who Chris Rock mm. nah cause they all do that They're, he knew what he was getting himself into yeah like He's probably done that with Bearman and didn't expect that 
Don't, I still don't understand that. I think I think there's a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes. Well, she was in another entanglements. No, possibly, but I do think that Chris, because Chris Rock, like obviously, like they showed clips of him having digs at her in it, but previously, like before. So I feel like you know they might he might have just stepped to him at one point and said, "Listen, bro, don't say nothing about my message." Maybe, yeah? maybe, maybe. And then man yeah. was like, "Could you get somebody to get somebody I'm tired of this like shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> Too tired." <Yeah. laughs> that's a great. That's great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and another thing that happened was bloody entanglements. I that was know, wild. Entanglements is wild, Satch. When you get married, don't have no entanglements. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get no in, in, involved in no entanglement. I thought it was an entanglement at a Disney film as well. Yeah. Was it a Disney <laughs> film? In, no, Tangled, sorry. No, I think. No, no, Entanglement. No, Entanglement. I'm getting, I'm getting confused. With, I'm getting confused. Enchanted and Tangled. Bro, you just took out all of the all of the innocence in that video. Entangled. <laughs> entangled. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's just. How could you go on the camera and say that, though? That's the maddest thing. How could you go? How could you go on camera, put on TV or wherever it was, and tell people you were smashing next man while you was married to your husband, and he's sitting opposite the table, and you're telling him in front of the whole world. That's the first time he's heard it. Yeah, I don't think no, it's no, the no, first no, time. He's, he no, 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 he's definitely. Before. But if he was probably there in the room while she was doing it because he's moving. He was moving mad that day. It's like, I, I think it's really like man became a meme. <laughs> His face crying. <laughs> Just became a meme. <laughs> Who who's the who's the couple goals now for like? People that have been together for a while now, because Will, you know, what I mean, all of they say Will and Jay, Daddy say this, like you know, who is it now? The they're, ones that make the most money in it, Amir Khan and um, <laughs> <laughs> There you go. They're still yeah. together though. At yeah, least. they're still together, but obviously Kanye and Kim yeah, split up. I know oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. No, actually, Cristiano Ronaldo, his missus. They seem like they got something decent going on there. Okay, for now. Yeah. No, but they've been together for years, bro. Is it? Yeah, and they got like bare kids together, and she's got kids with next man. I think, I think he's got kids with next woman as well. So they, or was one that, of the was two. that entanglements, or was that before? I don't have no idea, but okay. Like, yeah, I think they're making something work there, but yeah. I mean, when you've got when you're getting paid like millions, it doesn't really matter. I it? think that helps a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, like it, 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 it kind of greases the. Um, Palm, not I don't know what I'm trying to say, bro. <laughs> it just makes life easier. It kind of it kind of helps, you know. It helps the yeah. you get over the extra marital situations. And the other thing was happened in 2022 was uh, something that I saw anyway was Molly May saying um, we all got the same 24 hours in a day. You got to get up and fucking do it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw this. It, what is she? She's she's some. Uh, yeah, so who's she? In Love Island. Love Island. Okay, okay. So she's with Tommy Fury, who's Tyson Fury's brother. Okay, okay. She went on Steve Bartlett's podcast because she apparently she's achieved something that pretty little thing I think it is. Okay. So she's done like she works for them uh, or works with them, one of the two, and she's done really good. So that's why he brought her on there to talk about her journey. But her thing was to turn around and say, oh, you know, I've got 24 hours in a day. Everyone's got the same 24 hours. You can make it happen kind of thing. Mm. But the way she said it was like kind of writing off people who have issues and I have think, other responsibilities. Do, do you think that that's people being too sensitive? I don't know, man. Or do you think it's because it's coming from her? I think it's because it's coming from her because she has a silver spoon. Yeah. So if you've got a dad that pays for everything or you've got parents that pay for everything or you've had Love Island investments... Yeah. Then you you yeah you you've had yeah. literally like you're twenty steps ahead of everyone like yeah. they could work for those same twenty four hours like and still not get to where you your starting point was it might take them like twenty thirty years they still could not even get to that exactly. point. I mean that's the that's the I feel like I was having this conversation with a footballer on the one of the other podcasts that's going to be coming out soon. But he I was like, do you need to have an Instagram following and stuff? Because obviously people buy footballers now as in clubs based on how much money they can really few new they can bring to the club so like Cristiano Ronaldo's now moved to this Arab team their Instagram went up to 6 million just wow. because he joined them yeah yeah so instantly people are now going to start watching Arab football who are fans of Cristiano Ronaldo so I asked him is it talent still a thing in football or do you just need to have the look do you need to look like Jude Bellingham do you need to look like David Beckham or whatever it is like, do you need to look a certain way he was like no there's an element of it but no there's um, you have to have talent when I look at artists like singing, rapping, presenters, bro, all of them are Instagram people nowadays. Mm. They're not 
a lot of them some Not of them even are, instagram tiktok bro yeah tiktok as well like, a yeah. lot of them just jump on that and make their careers and go into big places of having a following or having a viral video and stuff like that then people will argue with me and say someone like michael dapper who brought out that song man's not hot time ago he done like wonders with that that went viral all over the world mm. so it's like but i feel like there's there's a level of people understanding that there's talent then there's people that work for it and there's people who just get it but the, uh, so that's why people get upset over it just to just to your point about like michael that michael dapper song yeah. like there's there's always been that though mm. it's just that i think now people are kind of more um it's more self-made like if you look at something like <clears throat> like a silly kind of parody song like mr blobby for, for example mm. like growing up mr blobby was like number one i think it was like a christmas number that's before your time right mr yeah, blobby you know mr he's blobby? talking about you bro <laughs> <laughs> mr blobby was like before before your time but that was like a christmas number one you always used to have these stupid silly songs like one hit wonder kind of songs that were just silly songs that just kind of they captured the zeitgeist of but that time. was like every so often right back in them days it yeah. wasn't like often that Christmas number one is once in a while right but even there was always like silly songs though yeah. like you know I think the Teletubbies anthem mm. came out as a song as yeah, well yeah. you know like these silly little things that just kind of captured the zeitgeist so I feel like that was just kind of a moment that kind of captured yeah, everyone yeah, but obviously yeah. because of the internet and social media now it was able to kind of go worldwide and be viral like mm. to a, a insane extent but I, there's always been that kind of stuff that happens like mm. it just happens to be i think more obvious to people now it's not as manufactured so it's mm. more organic but for some reason we all kind of think it, things are just kind of happening now mm. not realizing that a lot of stuff is just circles it's, it's patterns of behavior which continues every 10 20 years like look at fashion now that's what even this bro no one wear this color back in the day now everyone's wearing these weird colors bro baggy jeans like when i was at yeah. college i used to wear these baggy baggy jeans now everyone's wearing these baggy jeans and chunky trainers that was what we were wearing in college days yeah that's mad isn't it and then you know when fashion's we, done a full 360 now yeah fully like it's not even 360 it's every like 20 years there's kind of yeah. like a resurgence so yeah. like 90s like end of late 90s early 2000s when i was at college or even like late 90s actually when I was in school they was wearing people start wearing platforms and mm. like flared like trousers yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and they were like oh that's the fashion from the 70s so I remember our parents and people older people were saying oh that's the fashion from the 70s that was 20 years before mm. now it's like you know 20 years later and it's the fashion from the early 2000s so it's like these are just like cycles of things that kind of people no idea is original everything's just kind of recycled and comes mm. back around again yeah it's true so um just save everything that you're wearing now and in 20 yes. years it it'll be back <laughs> it'll be back yeah give it to some kids they'll be able to wear it i mean if you do have any decent branded stuff though like alpha industries or adidas or something like that that would definitely be worth something in the future i got some ivisu jeans oh yeah i saw someone wearing some true religion jeans the other day remember those ones they were butters but people true, used to buy them true religion they haven't really gone though but they used to did you have the true did you see the true religion ones that on the, on the back pocket? that's what i saw today yeah those ones the, okay yeah the, yeah the stitch ones the white stitch on the yeah, yeah. that look like a shoehorn that's what i had yeah, yeah. but then i remember i started seeing it in sports direct i was like <laughs> is this what i'm dying for in them days <laughs> but i saw someone wearing the train the other day i was like yeah these people still wearing these all these brands come back thing. man they're like i, I remember gola yeah is gola cool now no nah, not yet bro no. i don't think it was cool whatever well, either it was cool for a little while now nah. like nah, for nah. a little point nah, in time nah. about five years ago no <laughs> no i don't think so five years ago <laughs> definitely not five years ago but i don't think 15 years ago it was cool nah, even back then i think that was the um the equivalent of like umbro back then yeah 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 so for us it might have been but cool. if you go to a vintage store now umbro yeah. top will be like 40 top. quid bro but same with high you know high tech high tech for one bro high, high tech is going cussed. up now high tech is get, up i used to get cussed for wearing i had high tech trainers when i was younger mm. and i used to get cussed for wearing high tech what's right? the uh, you had high tech training what's the maddest crap that you had when younger no that's all right that's all right k-swiss was a big brand back then yeah yeah bro i had you even ready for the ones that i had my yeah. parents bro that's my parents yeah they didn't have money back then because my parents got married really young so they had like big gap between me and my younger brothers like seven years so um they literally like had no peas back then. I remember I had Donne trainers, bro. Donne, I used to have Donne socks, bro. Yeah. That was the that was sport and soccer. That was their brand, didn't it? Sport and soccer. It must have been. It must have been. But um, what Donne? Now you're moving mad now, bro. <laughs> they must be about twenty years old. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> he must be saving them to resell them. <laughs> they don't even make Donne no more. 
Do they not? I don't know. <laughs> they must not do. I ain't seen it in years. I don't know. Sport, he's, that, back when Sports Direct was sport and soccer, bro. Yes. Sports soccer, yeah. JJB. What about JJB? JJB. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you remember brain liquors? Do you remember brain liquors? We're completely different generation, bro. <laughs> no, no, brain liquors. We're on the completely I different... I just looked at his face you're, when you You're like brain. here, bro. I'm like way over here. Like, <laughs> our generations are no, completely... No, no, brain liquors has been around forever, bro. I don't you know just, that one. Should, no, no, no. Because you know what it is? We didn't have the money for brain liquors in those uh, days. That's why we no, didn't I need them. But I know because I see the white kids just licking <laughs> that thing off. <laughs> I said that. Uh, so, Rex, this is what it was. It's like... It's probably the most disgusted. Now, so it's like it's got like um like you said like a golf ball at the top. Okay. And at the bottom is some juice. So when you shake it, yeah, the flavor of that juice goes on this like sherbet kind of thing, and then you lick it. Okay. You man are moving mad. You man are moving mad. Just keep it. And then at the end, they used to like stamp on it, and the ball would just go flying. What's this ball made out of? No, plastic. No, no, it's no, plastic. no. Is that a plastic ball? I thought it was like sherbet or something. I never had it. Because I won't be licking off things down the road. It's a bit mad, bro. Plastic. I didn't have money for that in them days anyway. I was more of a Fredo kind of guy. Fredo. Oh, <laughs> Fredo. 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 I was doing this the other day. Yeah, yeah but, then, but they might not have. Uh, they might not have had it on the thing oh, then. Yeah, it might have just been there, and then it, the price was five p. It might not have been written on the thing. Oh, I think the thing that when it started writing, it was in its ten p. Yeah, it might have yeah, been that. that. Makes sense. Now, but now it's like a dive. So yeah. No, now Fredo's Fredo and Chomp and that are p. Remember Chomp? Chomp used to be ten p. Yeah, Chomp is that. Refreshers. 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 Do you said do my teeth in though, man? Refreshers are a bad one. I miss those days. You know those days of. No worries, no responsibilities. Come home from school, get beats because you come home late. <laughs> I, the, what I remember is how much time there was then. Like I felt like there was so much more time then. Yeah. Like you'd go wake up, you'd go to school, come home, and then you still had like bare time before like it got dark or you know even like you know coming home at three thirty, and um, like my parents didn't come home till later because they were at work so we used to have like two three hours just at home like by ourselves mm. me and my brothers and I used to just think like now two three hours goes like that yeah yeah it's true then it was like it was like we got bare time like we, know, we live in a different era though earlier, think about it like you were up and ready to go to school at like 7 nah, no, I, I my school that. was right next to my house yeah, so yeah I don't know about you bro I've yeah, never been an early morning guy though are you a morning guy? I know you get up quite early now. Now I, I, yeah. I had different phases, but now I am. Yeah, yeah you're a morning guy. I'm not a morning guy though. I am now because of my new routine mm. that yeah, I've been I'm doing. Like, like, nah, no way. Yeah. Like my dad's up in the morning, out ready, no matter what time he goes. You're a bit like that as well. Like you're up ready no matter what time you've slept. Whereas me, bro, if I want to, if I can sleep till midday, I'll do it. But is that your, it's because your routine's been like that for such a long time. Obviously DJing, you're DJing way late, late yeah, at night, yeah. bro. So you're getting home at super, super late. Yeah, like well. if I get home like 3 a.m. So I've just been used to that for years. But now, whereas I'm doing more, a little more corporate work, I have to go to meetings at like nine o'clock mm. in Central. It's like having to get up is now a normal, like I still get up on Saturdays early. I got a gig to do on a Saturday. So I'm just like, I want to sleep till midday. But I've, I feel like I'm so productive in the evening. Even now, if I get up earlier, if I'm doing stuff, I could do like, I remember, what did we do? We did a, sh- uh, I worked in the day. We did a show in the evening doing a podcast straight after. Oh, wow. So it's like, I know I can bang out work in, in the evening, but in the daytime, it's a bit. My, I used to be like that. Now it's completely opposite. Like, even if I finished late, like I had a studio session a couple of days ago and I got home at like three, three in the morning, I think. But I was up at seven. Like, I can't. I can't not be up at like seven mm. or eight. Like that's my normal waking up time. And I get a lot more done. Like when it hits the mm. afternoon, evening time, I'm clocked out. Like I can't really, my brain kind of stops working, man. Like I'm on that whole different schedule now. So I feel like my per- mornings and my daytimes are a lot more productive. I can get a lot more shit done. As human beings generally, apparently, like from what I've been reading, aka seeing on TikTok, is that, <laughs> that you're, your, as, as human beings, like our body, so, like, clock and cycle goes with the sun basically okay so when the sun rises it's good to be rise awake when the sun sets that's a good time to kind of slow down and stop so and sleep you just knock out 5 well apparently all other mammals like yeah. they they hibernate in the winter like you know or they 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 you know when it gets darker quicker they're doing less a lot more and 
obviously as human beings we try and have the same levels of productivity that we have at any other season and maybe that's not nature's way of doing things yeah like you know even like not getting sunlight causes all sorts of issues in the body like yeah, and I used to have eczema and everything everywhere. the minute I started taking vitamin D vitamin D number one supplement to anyone listening if you're not taking vitamin D during the winter you are going to have problems always take vitamin D during the winter months even during the summer months if you if you're if you're eth- ethnic minority are we allowed is that the new word are we allowed to say that word or <laughs> if you're if you're uh melanin if you have a lot of melanin in your skin or even levels of any type of level of melanin in your skin please take vitamin d that was so correct, i don't yeah. know what the word is bro. all right so let's, let's let's be normal about it yeah um I'll, I'll give you a scenario so maybe about a year ago we did a podcast with rax and i had a, an issue let's just say an issue let's not say what it is but you know why I don't want people to give me nazar about it, man. Yeah, so okay. I'd rather just they hold don't it. Need to know. But I had an issue, right? I didn't have herpes or anything like that. It's not that deep. It yet, wasn't an STD. No, 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 it wasn't anything like that. But um, Rax looked... So I went to bear doctors about this. They were like, nah, nothing can be done. It's too minor. We're not going to do nothing about it. Rax was telling me about all of this stuff that he takes, legal stuff that he takes. And um, he was like, try vitamin D. So all these pricks that have been going to... Doctor school for about hundred years. Look, bare old. Their parents have paid them peas to do everything. Rapper from Luton told me <laughs> to take vitamin D. That sorted it. I've had this problem. I had that problem for over ten years. Wow. And it took you after one podcast to to diagnose me. Bro, you know what's mad? Like I'm really into like um like herbal things and uh, vitamins and all this kind of stuff. Like natural things, all this kind of stuff. And I've learned so much about it. Like I take such an interest in it that most problems that people have is some sort of deficiency that mm. they're not getting and especially in like when we're in the west in these countries like these aren't native to us mm. like these countries like even i remember going to this chinese um medicine uh, doctor and she was telling me she did what did she do she did like um what's it called you know when the needle was in your back what's it called again? Uh, acupuncture. acupuncture yeah yeah she's doing acupuncture on me and we were just talking and she said <clears throat> She goes, when you get older, she goes, I would, she goes, I recommend all my, anyone who's like Asian or, you know, um, you know, of a melanated skin, she goes, I recommend them to move to a hotter country when they get older. Cause she's like, our bodies aren't designed to be in the cold like this. So, you know, aches and pains and issues and all this kind of stuff. A lot of that is to do with this climate is not kind of designed for us for our bodies because our ancestors didn't grow up around this stuff they were in hot weather in hot um mm. climates and it's interesting because when you look at our older generations back home they're older but they're all more active and they're kind of like when i look at like the olders in my family and extended family they're like still walking around at certain ages they're still you know quite active mm. and quite um independent back home whereas when they're in these western countries or colder climates they're they've got a lot of aches and pains or they're struggling kind of on their in just regularly on a day-to-day um this is all anecdotal and like i say i'm not a doctor <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a doctor <laughs> but um this, that, that's like you know when people get shot here yeah like a lot of people get stabbed and shot in london right Okay. Uh, where are you going with this room? <laughs> this is so awful. It's not. Wait, a lot of people get stabbed and shot in London, okay. yeah, and they die. Rest in peace to whoever's been shot and stabbed. But you know, bare people get shot and stabbed back home, man. A lot of them live. Okay. So I don't know if they're doing it wrong over there, but I just Maybe feel like NHS, bro. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that man get shot in the leg and the arms and all sorts, and they live. Mm-hmm. But. I think that's because of the climate, by the way. That's what I'm saying. It must be because of that or something. It might be. I don't know what it is, but I think it's just the way we're conditioned is maybe it's the NHS. You never know. Sorry, the NHS is great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Big up the NHS. NHS. I've been amazing. Yeah. No, no, they did pay me, but uh, (laughs) it's not legit, bro. Like I'm grateful for the NHS. Fully. Like there's been a few times where you just the NHS are like some teachers, you know, like. They fully care about the people. That's why they're doing their job. It's not for the money, mm-hmm. and they don't get them. They don't get any thanks for it. You know, after you you've had something like I had um, the coronavirus, and then I went to. Do people even say that the full word anymore? No, no, <laughs> it's called it COVID. I had COVID, COVID, yeah, basically, 
And when I went to A&E and bruv, I was just so grateful, man. Mm. Like the way they spoke to me and looked after me, I was just like so grateful, man. So yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, finish what you were going to say before. You were watching this nice. podcast. Oh yeah. Um, the, uh, the guy was basically saying a lot of health issues are down to your gut and what you eat. So I saw this. So I saw this. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think it was on Stephen's podcast. I don't think it was Steven's podcast, but basically it was someone's that's shot the same way. But um, yeah, he was saying, yeah. Let me give you a little tip, yeah? Yeah. So uh, on gut health, yeah? So just to summarize what you said though, you got a good healthy gut, then you will basically be happy as well as be physically good as well. So if for you to not- mind and gut. And and gut, that's what he said basically, yeah. yeah. So a little tip for, for you guys and for anyone listening. Around wherever you are, you will have some sort of like Polish uh, supermarket or Romanian supermarket or something like that. There's a thing called kefir, K-E-F-I-R. Oh, the yogurt, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a yogurt kind of lussy kind of drink, mm. basically. Very, very, very good for your gut health. Even people that have problems having dairy or the lactose intolerant or whatever, they should be able to drink kefir without any problems. You can get it from Sainsbury's and the other places as well. <clears throat> I prefer getting it from the polo shops sometimes it's cheaper and also because it's the actual real deal the ones in sainsbury's and tesco's and stuff they have like cherry flavor and you know they have like they have like sugars and they have juices and stuff in it like you really want to avoid sugar basically as much as you can but kefir take it very very good for your gut health and yeah that's my like thing like people take probiotics which are good as well and all this kind of stuff stuff all that stuff's really good but when they do these studies from what i've read aka from what i've read is (laughs) um kefir is one of the best ones that get the probiotics right in your gut because you told me to take that as well probiotics i remember like because a lot of stuff that you take your stomach acid will kill it it won't actually get to your gut but when they've done these studies the 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 stuff from kefir yogurt as well bulgarian have you had bulgarian yogurt if people follow me on Snapchat, they've already seen it. I found it in the... Bulgarian yogurt is the best type of yogurt. That you, sorry, is it Bulgarian? Yeah, Bulgarian yogurt. Okay. It has um, types of probiotic, which is not in all yogurts. It's really, really good for you. Um, if you can find that, have that as well. But I don't know what your cupboard or your fridge looks like. I'm very, <laughs> like you know, because it comes out with some mad stuff sometimes. Like, just yeah, just... I'm going to video it. The, the whole podcast should be just going through his kitchen and just seeing all I just you, finished some kimchi today, actually. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but Rax that. is such a deep kind of guy. You know, it makes me feel baseless. <laughs> like, bro, I'll just eat chicken and chips, man. I'm done. Like, I'm just so simple. Whereas Rax looks at everything so deep and just assesses things. Nah, and nah, just nah, like, there's a nah. balance. you got to have a balance. Like, I'm not extreme. Like, I know all these things, but I still know, like, you know, you can't always do that. But it, um, this is more for people when you have problems and stuff. Yeah, right? that's true. But I still feel like you're, you take like the best things that are good for you in life, and try and adopt that, which is really good. Because me and Sachin would be like, that's kind of long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit long. Yeah. It, is, it is hard work, like telling other people to do it because no one, li- no, no one listens. No, I listen to the vitamin D thing. Yeah, yeah. When it's, but I that's don't. why it's like these little things. Like it's, they're definitely worthwhile, especially if you have like. Mm issues as well sometimes people they bro they'll have all these issues and the, like you're saying the doctors will just be like oh there's nothing we can do so then you're like what do i do there's nothing you know they tried to charge me like free bags to do that they were like they were gonna, we're gonna like do it like surgery kind of thing oh. to just sort that one little thing yeah and i was like and i went to the, i had to go to a private doctor they charged me like 500 pound to like get an assessment and they're like yeah we'll charge you free bags i was like cool <laughs> but i was like i have they were like you have to do it in the winter so that gave me that so i saw you i think in the summer yeah yeah so you saved me free bags yeah, well, <laughs> because you might as well just give me the free yeah. bags <laughs> so you're saying i earned <laughs> three bags <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but but they try to sting me bro but the thing is and that like, probably wouldn't even worked some things with medicine is like like in western medicine mm. they deal with the symptoms of a problem and not the root cause of a problem. Mm. So if you're saying I'm sneezing, they'll be like, here, this will stop you sneezing. They won't mm. say, okay, why are you sneezing? Oh, you're sneezing because you've got this issue, you've got that issue. Whereas Eastern medicine, be that Chinese medicine, Ayurveda or whatever it is, they look at the root cause of the problem. And also they look at your whole body. Mm. So someone- Have might, you ever done that full body check thing? Um, which for, for, I haven't done any full so wait, body. Rax probably knows about some mad body checks. <laughs> I'll just talk about the normal one that people say they get a full body scan and that. Yeah. No, no, no. no you no, never I've done never. it. But, but it's interesting. Like I, I, there was, um, I'm scared to be honest. I saw a, there's a physiotherapist that I see as well. Big up Chanel. I see him. He, he'll like, I might have an issue over here on my back. 
on my like right shoulder and he'll be like oh it's because your yeah. left hip is you know there's something on your left hip here mm. and it's causing your body to cause an imbalance the same way is if you've got a symptom of something like like i said sneezing it might be to do with something completely different it might be your gut it might be this it mm. might be that so there's a you know you have to look at the body as a whole like when i've read about mm. Eastern medicine and Ayurveda and stuff, they always look at your. I'm no expert either. This is just something that I take a keen interest in. So I try to read about it. You've got to study for like years and years to become experts in this thing. So, what's the deal with those mushroom teas that are like out and about? So, there's types of different types of mushrooms there's chaga, reishi, uh, cordyceps. <laughs> Trust him to know these lion's mane, <laughs> lion's mane, turkey's tail. So, there's a bunch of different like mushrooms basically. These are all legal mushrooms. Yeah. and Legal? Legal, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah, they're mm. legal mushrooms. So they're legal mushroom supplements. They're really good. It's funny that you say that because I've been one. I've been taking this mushroom complex for the past maybe month or so. And to be honest, what it does is um, they're good for your health generally. But a lot of people take them for focus, for your mind, mm. for um, energy. Reishi is really good for relaxation, for sleep and stuff. Um, I'll be honest, bro. Your body must be fucking confused as shit because <laughs> you just do mad shit, bro. Man, told me he's doing intermittent fasting. Yeah, but these are normal uh, things. But you're probably taking those shitaki mushrooms and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> doing intermittent fasting. No, 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 no. These are normal things. What's bad is what's <laughs> not. What's, what's not normal is when you're having like like green color fanta. Yeah, that's true that's and true orange colored but do you ever look at coke and think this is black stuff i'm putting in my body bro that's yeah. what i'm saying that's like I look at you're, you're yeah. saying like this is a mushroom bro that's made from some next stuff no i'm not saying chemicals. you can't have it but I'm, what i'm saying is you personally no, no, you're no. taking this <laughs> taking that and it's yeah, just I, like i like to your body doesn't know whether to sleep or be awake no 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 you you can take these things your 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 body is designed to absorb these things. you got anything for backaches backache you, that you, would help you, us a lot yoga bro. yoga why you got backache Bro, I've had backache for years. Yoga. I think it's from the years of rigging. I don't rig anymore. Sachin now has a team that rigs for us. He's, Yoga. I tell you what, you can take for backache actually. Uh, magnesium and uh, do a bath in like Epsom salts. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it. Really, really good for your muscles when they're. But um, I'm, re- you know, I'm too lazy, man. Bro, I did it the other day. Yeah, for like twenty minutes. It's hard though. It's like a workout. Bro, honestly, I felt like I grew. Like, I felt like I was taller. Mm. Because my back was like stretched. Have you t- have, uh, just, uh, were you talking about the mushrooms? Have you taken them? Have you tried them? Any no, of the mushroom teas? I, I've been hearing good things about them. You can like, take them as supplements. Yeah, yeah. Lion's mane is a good one. That's one I've been taking. Lion's mane? Lion's mane is the What is that? As in, oh, right, cool. Lion's mane is munching it. I would have put it past you. The mushroom actually apparently looks like that. So that's why they call it lion's mane. I thought you was actually eating lion's mane. Come on, G. What do you mean? Come on, G. Like he's not taking some mad shit anyway. You know what? I know people that are microdosing on like the psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. But they've so far stopped smoking. People have, you know, better sleep. But more creative, wake up refreshed in the morning, all these benefits, and it just makes you think like, if you're getting those similar kind of benefits out of the, the legal stuff, then well, they, they why, why is it like in the Western world, from what I understand, mushrooms have only only now have become more wide and popular. Like now, like ten years ago, you wouldn't find it. Yeah, well, the, the the medicinal purposes of these mushrooms have been studied, and there's been like you know these papers and people have done these studies to be able to find these um the, to find the benefits of taking these mushrooms but the psychedelic stuff the, the micro dosing that's really interesting as well because there's been a lot of studies done on that and i feel like um that's a lot more of a ma- natural kind of um thing to take other than these like you know the way that people try to like antidepressants and stuff like that that have a lot of crazy kind of side effects and all these other other um issues that they cause people imbalances in their body whereas the mushroom stuff is is like a natural thing but it needs to be i feel like the the micro dosing is very kind of um i don't know how they figure it out like how to take what like there's no standardized yeah there's no standardized dose or whatever i don't know i don't know how they do that you could just be tripping and it Rax is definitely tripping. Rax is definitely tripping off the stuff he's taking out. Hundred percent. It makes me concentrate, man. <laughs> concentrate. You lot are mad, bro. Yeah, okay. but um, any goals for the, this year? I don't think so. What about you, Satch? Like specific goals? Yeah. Just going with the flow, man. This year, I think. I think yeah. in the past I've set 
targets that have either been too high or too low for what actually happened mm. and I end up feeling any type of extreme way about it like I'm a disappointed that I didn't hit what I what I expected of myself or I feel like oh why did I set the bar so low I could have done more mm. yeah no I've set some goals that I want to try and do but kind of like what you're saying kind of giving myself a, a coping mechanism if it doesn't happen but like I really want to do something on TV okay I feel like I could do something on TV definitely and um, whether it be talking or whether it, I, I don't even want like a main thing I just want to feature on something to show yeah. what I can do so it doesn't have to be like a presenting thing it could be like me just going on Good Morning Britain and chatting to it's it, gonna man. happen man January look you yeah. said it now you're gonna speak and, into and you existence know what? It's, it's weird man like opportunities will arise from nowhere I, mean, I know you're not cussing me for charging my car but yesterday <laughs> yesterday imagine I parked up in like in like some near some farm or maidstone at some petrol station mm. put my car on charge for like half an hour just so I can get around today and as soon as I got in my car, some guy walked at the petrol station and started, starts chatting to me. And then from He's that, in a dog in his farm. It was a Shell petrol station, guys. And, <laughs> go on, go on. And then, uh, we, we were just chatting about like, cars and electricity. And <laughs> That's how it always starts. <laughs> you ever watch Pulp Fiction? What? You ever watch Pulp Fiction? Alright, cool, go on, carry on. <laughs> we'll talk about that after. Go on, carry on. Then, he was just telling me more about like, oh, you know, like, you know, he runs a media company, blah, blah, blah. And then just, just this contact that may or may not be something, but it just came out of nothing. So I feel like if you're working in the right mindset to attract opportunities, bro, TV... Bro, they say it, innit? They say if, you, if you're looking for a red car, you'll see a red car. If you're looking for opportunities, you'll see opportunities. They'll present themselves. Have you ever done a vision board? Yeah. Have you done a vision no, board? No, I want to do one, though. You want to catch jokes? You know who was on my vision board one time? Who? You told Rex. me this. You yeah. told me this actually. I remember. Bro, I had like one but I've never actively tried to do like a proper vision vision board, and I think I'm gonna do it this year. Yeah, same. I, I might join you. Maybe we should all give it. Maybe a go. we should. But do you know? What? I think now something I do that's different to back then. When I usually, well, I try to as much as I remember. When I wake up, think about what I want to just attain in that day, like yeah. every morning. And when before I go to bed, I think about all the stuff I was grateful for in the last. That's really good. That's really good. Starting in my day with like, like optimism and then like being grateful every day. That's good. Mm. Well, there's like a there's I know there's a saying right, and I think me and you spoke about this once right. So it's like if you um, there's an Islamic saying saying that if let's say for example I'm jealous of Rax because you've achieved something right because sometimes we feel a bit upset that we can't sometimes not jealousy sometimes upset like you know Rax has got a really nice car so I really want that car but you know that can sometimes come off as negative jealousy even though you don't want bad for that person yeah so what people say is so Islamic saying that, that those kind of things are devil whispering in your ear so what you should do is exert positive energy and say I'm very happy for Rax or I'm very grateful that Rax has this thing. So if you exert that energy, what it does is the devil thinks, oh, you know, this my, my, the wasa wasa I'm talking in his ear isn't working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll leave him alone. Uh, and have you, have you seen this? No. Nah. I've seen uh, Four Lions. That's what I was, the wasa wasa. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, it's, 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 it's interesting, like, you know, when you say Islamically about the devil and this and that, mm. there's, a, there's a book by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. Mm. And it was like, so you know who Napoleon Hill is? No, you I know who Napoleon is. Napo- <laughs> so Napoleon Hill, you probably heard of the book, Think, think and Grow Rich. the free colour ice cream. That's Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> is that not ne- there's brandy oh, called, there's brandy called, um, there's brandy called Napoleon. This guy, huh? There's brandy called Napoleon. Uh, I don't know, bro. And there's a French guy who obviously ducks yeah. for a man. Napoleon, yeah. So, so, the, Napoleon? so Napoleon Hill wrote a book, very famous book, it's called Think and Grow Rich. So a lot of these successful people that you see, uh, yeah, they will yeah, say, the book. yeah, the yeah. book's really good. It's a very good read. Um, there's a whole thing that he was, um, it's come out now that he was actually fake. Like the whole, because what, what his story was, was he was a intern for um carnegie i think is the guy's name who was like a industrialist in america and he was super super successful very rich like one of the very first like rich industrialists that got you know super successful in america so napoleon hill met him and said i want to work with you and he was his intern or something and and he tasked him with a job and said look you're going to visit all of these other industrialists or successful people rich people and you're going to interview all of them and then i want you to put together something which is 
what do they all have in common and how do they become rich basically and the book's called think and grow rich it's a really really interesting book they've kind of said now that he was a plant like that wasn't true that's not how he did it or you know he he was a fraud or something whatever anyway the book that i'm talking about is called outwitting the devil so it came out i think about six seven years ago and it was in the vaults apparently for like 90 years because it was deemed as so controversial and basically the book is about him talking to the devil so he places the book as if he is sitting opposite the devil and he's talking and the devil's talking back to him and he's talking back and the devil is basically saying stuff to him like i don't want you to um like work hard like i'm gonna distract you and give you these distractions and all this kind of stuff it's a fa it's an amazing book i read the audio i listened to the audio book as well you could probably find it on youtube and the audio book is amazing because the guy who's doing the voice of the devil is like you know like i imagine like a 1950s version of the devil mm. like i'm listening to you and I'm oh going yeah, to yeah, be yeah like D -d 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 -d. i've been D -d 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 -d. and but it's such an amazing book so basically the and the, the voice of the devil is basically our own sometimes it's our own subconscious mm. voice like you know why are we procrastinating you procrastinate because you're feeling lazy or whatever and in this it tells you that it's the devil doing that saying these things mm. or um putting these put your making your mind think that these things are not achievable or not attainable um and what he does is he's basically by having these conversations with the devil he exposes the devil and then by the end of the book the devil's like no 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 you you can't tell the world these things these are my secrets blah 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 but it's really empowering and it's a very interesting book mm -hmm. so when you were saying that it kind of reminded me of that and i suppose there's religious elements to it as well but the reason why obviously it was so controversial and wasn't released for so long was because obviously attitudes back then were you know a lot more different so mm. it was seen as a lot more controversial like sitting down and personifying these thoughts as a devil mm. like i don't think it's meant to be taken literally i don't think he actually sat down and the book isn't about literally having a conversation with the devil but it's kind of our, our own worst enemy sometimes we can be and that's what it's about but i'd really recommend that think and grow rich is a good book as mm. well you read a lot rex um i've read a lot i, I listened to a lot of audiobooks i know you were saying you 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 wanted to read a lot yeah. more last uh, year I, wrote, I read a lot more than i normally do i read a l i used to read a lot in school um i don't know why actually but i, I read a lot because i was forced and then just got into it and then when the internet came about <laughs> out the window yeah but when when i went new york got back into reading a little bit a lot more when i went to florida i was reading there i don't know why i want to go abroad it just makes me want to read me too but, when i travel on like on a plane i'll, I'll, I'll want to read yeah but i um, oh bruv when i went to new york so i was watching that jeffrey Dahmer thing on the plane in it okay did you tell me to watch that uh, but, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> rex tells me to watch the maddest <laughs> shit yeah, yeah so the youtube my youtube so rex will be like okay i think you should watch this yeah and then if you go to my youtube now you see bad shit like this son killed his dog or some <laughs> shit like that like you know like mad it's shit weird, it's okie's weird stories isn't it? yeah just weird that stories yeah, that's what it is yeah. i just watch one figure it was spiral to something else but yeah go back to what i said so i traveled to new york on my own i was meeting a couple of friends out there and um did i travel to new york on my own did i go on my own side yeah did i meet them out there yeah i did because i had a couple of hours that day so we went at the same time but they were there a couple of hours before me and um so I downloaded the whole Jeffrey Dahmer series. Okay. So you know the first episode is the <laughs> you told me this story. <laughs> so have you watched it? No. So basically, the, the, you know what the Jeffrey Dahmer story is, though, isn't it? Yeah. Long story cut short, like kills serial people, killer. serial killer, kills people, and he's known for taking hearts and eating, he eats eating them. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He eats Messed it. Up guy, yeah, bro. Fucked up guy. Is it real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Real life stories. But um, so the first episode is this. Um, Dick chair. Yeah. All right. So um, <laughs> the first episode is, is him. He's now got this guy from a bar. He chirps this guy. I don't know how, but he chirps this geezer because he's gay and he takes it back to his yard. And this guy now has to, he's clocked that this guy's going to dump him when he's basically said, I'm going to eat your heart and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's so, locked the door. He can't escape in it. He's yeah, yeah. Basically that. So he, this guy's now dancing for his life. So he takes his top off, this black guy, yeah? And he's doing the mad sauces dance. He's dancing mad sauces. So imagine a stripper, yeah? He's like just... The, the first thing I thought when you said that was Terry Crews. No, no, no. It wasn't like that, but like... Was no, it wasn't like that. It was a, it's, it's a lot like... 
how do it's I like, say this? He's like, uh, imagine like, like a male stripper trying to seduce someone. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Oh, yeah. To the killer guy. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. just them two in a room by themselves. And the guy is like, obviously, he's, he's, he says, let me dance you. Because he's trying to escape. So he's thinking of clever ways of keeping this guy inside. Yeah. So he's like, let me dance you. So then he starts dancing. Starts dancing mad, yeah. Like, bare, like, it's bare, all bare belly rolls and all of that. Yeah, but it's weird. When you look at it, it's yeah. fucked, yeah. <laughs> he's dancing but bear in mind I'm travelling on my own isn't it yeah. obviously man don't travel business class I ain't got peas like that yeah so I looked to my right there's a guy and a woman there but they obviously see me watching this thing <laughs> so he was like what the fuck this guy watching <laughs> and they're definitely what English yeah so they're, they're thinking, what's this guy watching some black guy just dancing like mad <laughs> topless with some old guy with a knife <laughs> that is just mad weird so I'm like I need to be careful with what I'm watching in public in public I did it on the train so I, I've got this thing where I just watch on the trains now because my journey is so long on the underground I just watch stuff on the train so what was I watching before it was something mad like that as well but I was just and I messaged Rex I was like probably it's all your fault <laughs> I keep doing this stuff and people it's very awkward me. though you know when there's like so I, I remember watching but I can't remember which, which film it was but now they used to edit these films innit, in the on the planes they used to edit them so like PG oh, films yeah, yeah, yeah. now if there's like a sex scene or there's like a intimate scene it's straight like straight there so it's, sometimes it's very yeah, awkward you're sitting there watching. and then your rose just sitting there and they're just like okay <laughs> they're gonna start kissing you yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> get naked like <laughs> yeah, the kissing naked is the least of it nowadays, man. Um, before we wrap up, Rex, you just had a, a release come out recently. Yeah, that we last time I saw you actually, we had your album release. Yeah, do you want to tell the viewers and listeners quickly um, what you've released? Yeah, our, our uh, EP "Sad Boy Hours," three songs for you to cry to at night when you're feeling sad, yeah. and then my album content, which um, I spent a long time working on, and I'm super proud of. We're proud so, as well. Yeah. Very proud of you for that. Yeah. And uh, well done for whacking that out during a, a tough time, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. During it's a tough couple of years. But yeah, we got it out. Yeah, it's done now. And um, on to the next one. Rex, you're flying out to India. I'm off in a couple of weeks. couple of weeks. It's good. Decent. BRB. Hopefully, uh, me and Satch can see you out there. Come through. That'd be sick, though, if you could do that. Satch, you're coming, aren't you? I'm trying. If you, can, if you can get him to come, yeah. I'm there. Oh. Done, I'm good there you go. If we can get him done. Out, I'm done. Done. I'll be there. Done. But can I get a visa there? A, oh, Let's see. We'll figure that yeah. out, bro. We'll out, bro. <laughs> Let me give Rishi a call. Yeah. yeah. What, Sunak or Rich? <laughs> <laughs> he's, my, he's our guy, bro. He's our yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Let's end it. Let's end it. Let's end it. Okay, everyone, make sure you follow us at Moving Famous. Moving Famous. We're going to do this every month. So anything you want to ask myself, Rax, or Satch, just let us know. We're going to be dealing with everything and anything. This is the only podcast or episode that we're going to be talking about anything we want. But thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, everything. Till next time, boys. What's this? Safe. Safe. Oh,